thank you so much for checking out this episode of Lessons I've Learned. As a reminder, don't forget to write a review or subscribe wherever you listen or watch your podcast. My name is Matt, and welcome to Lessons I've Learned. On today's episode, I have with me a college comrade, fellow theater lover, content creator, social media manager, and owner of You, Me, and Some Soch, as well as owner of Brittany Beauchamp Photography. I have with me today, Brittany. Brittany, how are you? I'm great, Matt. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I love this show. It's adorable. And I love your face. You're adorable. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Thank you so much. I, um, as the people that are listening to this episode right now do not know, we have tried to do this a few times now. Um, so I appreciate you spending even more time with me today. Of course. So, Why um, not? Let's do this. I know that. <laughs> I know that you constantly have your hands in all different pots, and so um, I know that you have a busy schedule, so I really appreciate it. Of course. Thank you for having me on here. I'm really excited. I'm pumped. Absolutely. <laughs> so the first question that I want to ask you is, what is the first lesson that you remember learning? It could be either positive or negative lesson. So I think that the first lesson I learned is to just do it. Like, it sounds so easy, but like... The things that you don't, you know, want to do, like your homework and your, that essay or, you know, writing that paper for your boss, like whatever. These are all paper terms, but you know what I mean. <laughs> like the sure, things yeah, you yeah. don't want to do, you know, the dishes or taking out the trash, just do it. Just get it over with. Like my mom was always like, if you genuinely enjoy something, then get the things over that you don't like so much so that you can go spend more time doing what you're passionate about and doing what you love. And so now today, you know, like I didn't always have jobs that I loved, but they paid the bills and like I was in retail and I did serving for a long time, but now I'm finally somewhere where like I thoroughly enjoy what I get to do and I get to be creative every day and I meet super awesome people. And now, you know, I don't have to do as much as the stuff of that I don't like. I get to do more of what I do like. So sort of speaking on the doing things that you don't like to do to make more time for things that you want to do. I know that you being self-employed now, do you sort of have those times where you find it really hard because you're the person who sort of is having to have this driving factor with For yourself. Sure. Uh, so like a lot of times, you know, some days you wake up and like everyone wakes up sometimes and doesn't want to go to work, but um, this is my work. And so I can't really, you know, just call in sick and be like, Hey, um, I'm not feeling like really coming in today. Cause you know, I'm the boss. Like, and I've got to, I got to make sure things get done. And so some mornings are easier than others, but getting to do something I'm so passionate about makes it a lot easier for me to, you know, just make my coffee, but I don't have to like get dressed. I can like throw my sweatpants on, which is kind of dope. Like I really like that, sure. but uh, it's still very much like self-driving. I have to be completely self-motivated every morning to do everything. Otherwise it's not going to get done. And the only person to blame is myself. (laughs) One thing that I've really realized this year, as I'm now a little over a year in my freelance journey is that for me, I really do like that ability to have a flexible schedule and even though there are times where it's like, I don't want to wake up in the morning and I don't want to do my stuff. It's like, if I want to have that, this is just sort of part of it. So Exactly. Like, I remember having to get up and be at work at 730 in the morning and then sit there. And this is still when I was doing social media stuff, too. And I'd have to be there all day until, like, 
four in the afternoon. And then I was sitting there all day thinking like, I could do this from home, you know, like all of this I could be doing from home, but instead I'm sitting in an office Monday through Friday. And so now I have that flexibility, which is awesome. But like you said, if I want to keep that flexibility, I have to keep being self-motivated and making myself get up every morning and being like, all right, you've got to do this huge list of things. This is what you wanted, dude. (laughs) Like, now here it is. What are some tools that you have that sort of help you to stay on track and keep organized? So first, it's going to sound super old school, especially since I work in like social media, but I have notebooks all over everywhere. Like I love making lists and like writing stuff down. I have lists on my phone too. Like all of my current clients are on a list so that I can open it up every day and be like, okay, who do we have to post for today? You know, who needs what? I also have like um, event calendars that I have all of my... uh, clients send me so that whenever I need to make more content for them, I can pull up their calendars. I can figure out, you know, okay, what are we going to post about today? Cause that's for me, the hardest part of doing social media is just constantly creating new content and different content for all of these businesses. But so lists for sure save my life. I also use like co-scheduler if I'm going to be out of town, that way I can make sure that like I can still have a life and still do stuff with my family, but people's stuff is still getting posted. For sure. You know? But yeah, those are two of the main ones that I use every day. And then obviously like my phone, I have to have a phone. I have to make sure that I have internet, sure. you know, stuff like that. But yeah, I'd say that lists are my number one. Like I'm not even a super type A right. person, but it just helps me keep all the chaotic energy, you know, cause this creative people can be very out of sure. the box. So I got to keep it all, you know, listed out. Somehow. Well, and I mean, I have found that I can get very overwhelmed with all the things that I want to do because I'm constantly thinking of things that I want to do. Mm-hmm. So sometimes if I have a list sure. where I can sort of put it onto a list that I've sort of segmented things yep. out, I, it almost helps yep, me. You're like, this is like, this is the personal things I want to do. These are the social media things I want to do. This is the business stuff I want to do. Yeah. It helps to sort of exactly. manage that anxiety that sometimes is associated, at least with me of, Oh, I have so much things I want to do. I don't know how I'm going to do it all. Exactly. When then you start being like, well, there's not enough hours in the day. And you're like, well, you kind of have to make there be enough hours in the day. Like, okay, I'm going to do this list today. And then tomorrow I'll tackle for this sure. list. You know, you got to be real, like realistic with yourself too. You're only one person. You can only do so Absolutely. much. Like, so you have to like mentally be like, okay, what can I do? I know I want to do this, 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 and this, because I'll be on TikTok and I'll be like, that's such a cool idea. I'm going to do that. But now all of a sudden I have to memorize this three minute dance. Right. And, like, right. and so it's a whole nother thing that you got to add onto your list. But it makes things fun, I think. Keeps them interesting, sure. you know, when your brain's just kind of constantly interesting going. Interesting is a good <laughs> word to use. Interesting, yes. It keeps me on my sure. toes, for sure. I know that you do photography, you you create your own social media content, you manage content for, for yes. other people. What are your sort of pillars of things that you do? Not, not even necessarily where are you getting so, your revenue from, but I know that you do your own social manage for others. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I do have like my mentality so I can keep doing what I love to do is to always have multiple income streams. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I want to make sure that I have this coming from this way and this coming from this way. So if something happens to this, I still have this and I can still pay my bills, you know, which is always nice. But, um, so I obviously social media is a big one. I do my own stuff. So I do like I have my own TikTok and I make my own funny content that like is pertaining to what's going on in the world. So it kind of keeps it interesting and fresh and keeps people coming back. And then I also do TikTok and Twitter and Instagram and Facebook uh, for all of the businesses that I work for. And doing photography, I think, kind of helps tie it all in together, you know, because then I can take pictures for these businesses and then I have new content so that I can use, you know, for them. And then the photography helps with my personal stuff too. Cause then I'm like, Hey, look how cute we were when we went to the zoo this day, even though we were all like sweaty and screaming and it was chaotic, but we took a cute picture. Sure. Like, but I do think that it's important that, uh, that people realize like, especially coming from somebody whose almost whole world is social media, uh, that just everything you see on social media isn't real. You know what I mean? Like, I wish more people understood that, that it's all a specially cultivated experience for you, the consumer. You know, so it's fun, but like, don't be hard on yourself because your friends went out to brunch and you're at home in your sweatpants because I am always home in my sweatpants. <laughs> like, don't feel bad. For sure. <laughs> but yeah, so it's uh, definitely, it's photography, it's TikTok. Um, I used to do a lot of musical theater, which I'm hoping to get back into. It's, you know, and I feel like it all kind of ties in. Like, if you're not afraid of putting yourself out there for one thing, you're generally not too scared to put yourself out there in other ways. So it's all just kind of creativity that goes together, which I think sure. is kind of cool. Well, and I mean, my, my first interaction with you was, um, was doing theater. And so like, w- like having yeah. that background in theater, like what are some skills that you've sort of taken from that, um, from that background that you think apply just in everyday life? So I use theater skills every day. So anytime I've ever gone into like an interview, like a job interview, because even though I work from home, I still have to convince people that I'm the person you need and just not being afraid to be myself and to kind of be a little goobery. You know, I like to put it, I feel like it gives you a personality. And like when it comes to business, especially it can be really dry and nobody really knows like, why would I want to work with you? Like, having that personality and being able to reach out and just talk to people about whatever and just be a little over the top, you know, like that. I got that from theater for sure. And I think that that helps so much just have people be able to open up to me and trust me. And I think, I think it's really cool, but I I do that. So, and if you can like stand on front of a stage and perform for thousands of people and sing and dance. And I had to wear like a basket on my head one time while I was dancing, like the crazy stuff you have to do in theater, like weirdly prepares you for some of the crazy stuff that you end up dealing with in real life, which I would have never thought when I started theater. But now that here I am 29 and I'm like, Hey, like, that's fine. I had to, you know, dance in fishnets on stage one time. Right, like, I, I don't right. care. <laughs> like, it makes things a little easier whenever you're put in, like, awkward positions and you don't really know what to For do. Sure. Like, you're like, I got this. I'm just going to yeah. improvise. It'll be fine. Yeah. Well, and, well, and I mean, even just being able to um, 
walk into a room and know how to sort of like, quote unquote, like play ball with people and just sort of talk with people and For sure. um, make people feel yeah. welcome and work as a team. Yeah. Exactly. Because theater, initially you go in and you're scared because it's just you by yourself in your audition and you have to basically sell your skill set to these people in front of you. And it's the same thing whenever you go into any kind of business meeting or like job interview, it's you selling your skill set to people and it's the same thing. And so, and then once you get into that business or get into the show after your audition, then it becomes like a group team mentality and you have to learn how to work together and you have to learn, you know, we're, this is our show and it's all of our names are on this show and it's going to reflect all of us. And it's the same with your business, you know, like this is our thing and all of our names are on it. So let's all work hard and put our part in, you know, kind of like a group project, but everyone's doing something instead of just two people. And then the other people, you know, (laughs) like group projects can go. (laughs) I mean, sometimes theater can go like that too, you know? (laughs) I mean, so can life, honestly. That's why I'm saying it all just goes hand in hand. Uh, It does. Whether you want it to sometimes or not, we're all here. Absolutely. Sort of going back to the social media stuff, because I know that is a really big part of your life now. Um, And I know that we sort of grew up in this social media age. What was your first experience like with social media? Do you remember the first social media platform you were on? I think my first social media platform I was on was Zanga, which was before MySpace. Can you uh, explain for somebody who wasn't on Zanga, can you sort of explain what Zanga was? Zanga, to me, was a lot like Tumblr almost. Like you could post like a lot of pictures. People were posting song lyrics. It was all very emo because we were, you know, (laughs) it is what it is. But uh, I'd say that MySpace is what really made me fall in love because we all became like programmers. Like programmers, graphic designers, (laughs) songwriters. We were all like. Yeah, we were all in our, like the back end of our MySpace, yeah. like changing HTMLs yeah. and making figuring like bold, I'm, I'm going to make underline. it yeah. exactly. I'm going to make stars sprinkle down from the top of my MySpace page, and like on top of that too, MySpace was harsh, dude. Do you remember all your friends being like, "I don't like you that much today. You're going to go down to number <laughs> the seven. Top like, eight. The top. <laughs> if, if somebody was not on MySpace, the top eight was basically where you could rank your friends. It was like. It's one hundred percent. Drag race. You're in the top. You're in the bottom. You're number yep. one for the week. Um, and sometimes it was very Survivor. We're like, you're getting voted <laughs> off the island, and then all of a sudden you were like, I was in your top eight yesterday, and now I'm not there. And that was your friend's way of telling you Absolutely. they were mad at you. Oh, <laughs> I I remember. I remember. I remember. <laughs> It was harsh, but like, that's the social media that we grew up with. So like whenever the Twitters of the world started coming out where people were just like talking mad mess to each other all the time, we were kind of already used to that. You know, we grew up with all of this social media and it does make it a lot easier to like learn how to use new social media. So like when TikTok came out, it wasn't TikTok, it was called Musical.ly. And, um, when musically came out, I had no idea it was kind of like vine, but not exactly like vine. And so you had to figure out how to work it and what like these things did and like all the different filters. And it was crazy, but because we grew up with all this different social media coming out all the time, I was just like, 
all right, well, I'm just going to figure this out. And that has become one of the best skills that I have right now. Cause like, sometimes I don't know exactly how a new app works, but give me the night and I will figure out For how sure. it works. What? And I think that that's a really good skill set to have, you know, just being like, I will figure it out. I For promise. Sure. What is your, um, with, with you being on social media for, for so long now, and you've sort of have gone from different platforms, what is your favorite thing about social media? And then what's your least favorite thing about it? So, I mean, I have different favorite things I'd say for each mm-hmm. platform, like personally, not a big fan of, uh, mm-hmm. Facebook, like personally. And I definitely think it has to do with, uh, what age you are, like what kind of content you like. Like my personal favorite is TikTok just because the algorithm is so personalized to you that like, I'm not seeing a lot of stuff that I'm not interested sure. in. And so that's kind of cool. But, uh, I think that my least favorite part of social media in general is definitely just the pressure it puts on people. Like your life has to look a certain way. You know, it has to look like you're having fun all the time. Like the, the pressure to post every single day, or should I post a selfie of me this day? And then now I can't post another selfie of me for like a week. Like all the rules I think are so dumb. Like I think that social media is here just to connect us to each other. And if you find something you like, awesome. Like follow them, you know, follow their content. But if you find something that's not up your alley, just like keep scrolling, you know, don't follow that person. It doesn't have to be this hateful, you know, cesspool that it is right now, you know, because it can be, it's not always, but it can be a a, kind of a negative toxic environment, especially if you're younger on social media and you don't really know how to navigate your way through those waters yet. It can be like a lot of pressure. And I think that if people were just cooler about it, you know, and more honest with what they're going through on social media, then I think that that would take that pressure away. And people would be like, Oh, she's not perfect. Like she has panic attacks, you know, like whatever it is, just being more honest about who you are as a person and what you're going through, I think is going to help everyone a lot more and then keep social media fun, which is what I think it should be. I think. Well, and it's like, it's, One thing that I've sort of noticed about the content that you've been posting a lot lately is you've just sort of been trying to, it seems like, be authentic in the journey that you're sort of going through. Um, Yeah, like, because I do have, uh, like, I post a lot about my mental health stuff. You know, I do have depression and anxiety. I have really bad panic attacks, but I'm also a mom of two, and I'm also trying to navigate through these 2020, 2021 waters, like where the world is literally different than it was two, three years ago. It's a completely different world we live in now. And so I think that the only way we're going to actually get through this is just by being genuine. You know, like if you're going through something, the only way that anybody else is going to be able to help you is if you are strong enough to reach out for it and strong enough to put your stuff out there and to be like, Hey, like I I'll be like, I have really bad panic attacks. And sometimes I'm crying on the floor and like, that doesn't make me a bad person. And it doesn't make you a bad person either. If you're going through this. And I think just reaching out and being, having that connection, which is what social media was intended for 
and just being nice, you know, just like be a nice person. (laughs) I think that's just the overall lesson in the world. And what social media teaches me is that the kinder you are, the more of an impact you have. And just the meaner you are, the less good you're doing in the world. You're just hurting people. So just like be nice, you know? (laughs) One thing that I really admire about you is it seems like you have this, and maybe it's come from just years of knowing yourself and sort of um, being self-aware, but it seems like you are in this place to where you're like, okay, I realize these things sometimes weigh me down some days, but I'm not going to use them as an excuse for, sure. for keeping me where I am or like. For sure. Well, and like, I, I mean, growing up, like I love my family more than anything, but you know, we all have family stuff going on. And I think that the older you get, the more you realize that like, this is my life and I'm the one that has to wake up in this body every day. And I'm the one that has to deal with all of this every day. So you have to lay out, you know, boundaries and you have to just be open and honest with yourself and realize at the end of the day, what's important and what's not important. And don't put as much effort into the stuff that doesn't really matter as like those connections and those relationships and working on yourself. Cause that's what I think has gotten me to the place where now I can work from home is that I had to do a lot of, you know, self-reflecting and like I go to a lot of therapy and like I talk to a lot of people about what's going on in my life and how I can take maybe a hard time I've had in the past and not have it be as hard next time. You know, it's not, not going to be hard. It's always going to be hard, but if you can just find a way to make it a little less hard next time, I think that that's all you can do. And someone that I was previously talking with, um, she was sort of talking about something that she's learned this past year and just, um, she realizes now going forward that yes, she's going to have those times, but it's not necessarily aiming for perfection. It's more so aiming for obtaining tools to help you overcome these hurdles that you're going to face going forward. Exactly. Like I always, like I have anxiety period. Like there's nothing I can do to get rid of it, you know? So all you can do is find tools that help you when you're in those anxious moments or when you're in those depressed moments. Like, okay, I know that this thing worked last time. So I'm going to put this in my tool belt for next time. And then next time, maybe it won't be so hard. Yeah. You know? Maybe. Like that's all you can do is just keep trying. Well, and for me, I really struggle with um, OCD and obsessive thoughts and um, things of those natures. And I will go back and forth with having this sort of conversation with myself of being like, it's okay that you have these things. You're probably going to have it for the rest of your life. Maybe I won't, but it's better to just say it's, you're probably going to have it for the rest of your life. So just figure out how to deal with it because crossing your arms and and being upset isn't going to like do anything. Exactly. That just makes like you feel worse, you know? And at the end of the day, like, like it sucks. Nobody wants to have anything going on mental health wise. Like we all want to wake up and we want to be happy and healthy, but Unfortunately, that's not how life works. And so I think that all you can do is do what works for you. And like what works for you may not work for the next person, you know? And that's why it's such a self journey that you have to like genuinely work on and just try and just keep trying. If something doesn't work, that doesn't mean that you're failing. It just means that that particular thing didn't work. And now you just got to see if you can try something else, you know, now I'm going to go on to plan B and see if that works. And if not go to plan Z, if you need to, and start all over again, if you need to like, but it's like getting broken down and finding your way, like a fighting back up is it's part of life. And if you can find the tools that help you do that the best, like that's all you can do. 
which I think is awesome. I love seeing people figuring out what works for them and what genuinely makes them happy and like sharing that with people. Cause that could help somebody for else. Sure. Even if it doesn't help me or if it doesn't help you could help person yeah, over yeah. there. I, yeah. I, and I, I guess I'm sort of in this place and maybe it's just sort of the, um, ridiculous optimist in me, but I'm sort of in this place where I'm like, bad things are going to happen. And so maybe the Mm -hmm. bad things I'm experiencing are happening to me because I'm able to overcome them. And then I'm going to be able to help someone else overcome the similar bad thing that's happening with them. Exactly. Like maybe if, Cause I wake up every day and I'm like, well, why did this thing happen? Like all you can do, and I'm a firm believer and I know this is like a very personal thing, but I'm a firm believer in just the concept of Mm -hmm. karma. If you are a good person and you put good things out into the world, I do believe that eventually good things are going to come back to you. I don't, I think if you're a bad person and you're putting bad, negative, awful things out into the world, then like bad things are going to come to you, but bad things happen to everyone. Mm. So you can't just assume, Oh, I must've done something to deserve this. Cause that's not true either. All you can do, be a good person, try and do good things. And then if something bad happens to you, realize this is going to make me stronger somehow. Sure. You know, maybe I don't realize it right <laughs> <For> now, <sure. laughs> but, but someday it's, it's going to make me stronger and I'm going to be able to look back at this and I'm going to have a new skill that I developed during this hard time that now I can use for the rest for of sure. my life. And that's all you can hope for. You know, nobody knows what they're doing. We're all, we're all just we trying all out here. We are wandering around on this rock in the middle of space. So, <laughs> yep. Just like, yes, where absolutely. are we? What's happening? Absolutely. Uh, one, one quote that I found that I really like this, that I found a few years ago that I sort of have stuck with um, is one day the mountain that is in front of you will be so far you behind you, but it will be barely visible in the distance. But the person that you become in overcoming that mountain, that person will remain. And that is the purpose of the mountain. I love that. Um, yeah, it, it's yeah. just yeah. I love that. And I mean, I like. I think it's one thing to I w- I would never want to tell someone that bad thing happened to you for a reason because it's not necessarily my place to like tell someone else that. But it's like something that I guess helps me feel better when I say that to myself of like, oh, I'm yeah. These these weird packages that I've received. One day I'll open them and realize why I received them. So. Exactly. And and then someday too, like I wake up every day and I don't necessarily feel like I'm changing every day. Like I still feel like the same person, but then you look back, I look back on who I was even a year ago and I'm such a different person. And I think that all you can do is just keep trying mm-hmm. to grow, you know? And like, and you don't even have to, I mean, it is a trying thing. You do have to try, like you can't just magically grow, but I don't feel like it has to be every day. You're like, Oh, I feel like I'm a different person (laughs) today. (laughs) Like that's not how it works. But I think that just trying, just try to grow. And like when you mess up, which we all do, we all make mistakes and it doesn't make you a bad person for making a mistake. But, uh, Sorry, I locked my boyfriend. <laughs> I locked, I locked him out. I had to look back in. Um, but I just think that yeah, you just gotta keep trying, and like you're gonna mess up. It's part of life, and there's nothing you can do about it except for learn. For sure. Be like, hey, this was probably not the thing I should have done, but I did it, and now everybody <laughs> makes mistakes. Now here are the consequences. Everybody has those exactly. days. Exactly. Like Hannah Montana said. Like like the great scholar (laughs) Hannah Montana once said. Like a wise woman once said. (laughs) 
<laughs> with her cane. Everybody makes Absolutely. mistakes. <laughs> so, but yeah. Brittany, as we are sort of closing out here, I want to ask you, what is something that you feel like you're currently learning about yourself? Maybe you're not really sure what it is, but it's something that you feel like you're discovering. So I think right now, realistically, like, uh, it's, I'm learning how far I can go and like how strong I am. Do you know what I mean? If that makes sense, like with everything that's happened in the world, uh, I am continuously, like I said, trying to grow and better myself as a person. I'm trying to listen to those around me that are going through different circumstances and that I've never been through. And I'm just trying to listen and grow as a human. And I think that that is what's helping me get through all the chaos that has been this last year and a half is just like I said, trying, trying to be as good and as open to learning and growth as I possibly can. And that's just kind of where I'm at in life right now. Like every day is a new day. It's a new challenge. And I don't know what the day is going to bring me, but all I can do is take it with some grace and make sure that I keep my heart open and my mind open and my ears open and, you know, just get through each day and try and be a better version of myself than I was yesterday. You know, I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Just trying to be cool. Just be a cool person. You know, sometimes that's all you can do. Sometimes, yeah. That's all. Just be chill. Just be chill. (laughs) So, Brittany, if somebody wants to connect with you or see more about what you're creating, I have here your Instagram, BBEAU92. Is that correct? Perfect. Yep. Bebo92. That's me. And on there, people will be able to find your um, Instagram page for your social media management, for your photography. Yep. They'll be able to find your TikTok handle, which is B R I T T N E I N O C L N O B R I T T N E I N I C O L E B E A. There we yep, go. It's, it's like it took my name and it was just like Brittany it's, Nicole B. It's in so, her Instagram bio. Go whatever. to her Instagram bio. You can you can see it all there. She lays it out there much better than I explained it just now. Um, Brittany, thank you so much for joining me today. I had such a pleasure of talking course. to you. I appreciate your yeah. patience as we went through and did these. <laughs> Take one, take two, we take figured three. It out. It's all good. It's all good. Everything worked out. We got Absolutely. it. Thank you so much for having me. I had so much fun talking so much fun to talking you. Talking. And it's so nice to just, you know, catch back up and see where you are in life and see how much you've grown and all the cool stuff that wow. you're doing. And I can't wait to see what else you come thank out with. You so much. And thank you for having me, letting me be a part of this super oh cool gosh, journey. So, thank you so I love much, it. Brittany. <laughs>